Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Youngest is confident, but they hear the what we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this man, we just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. So we're recording this podcast on Zoom. We're 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 catching up to the world, Sean. We're not we're not exactly promoting it yet, but yes. we're not it hasn't gotten our complete seal of approval yet, but but we're recording on it right now. We're trying something different today. Yeah, I like it. And are you excited? I'm very excited. As you can see, which you probably can't see. I don't know. Are we putting this on the YouTube channel? Have we decided that yet? Well, if you want, you just everybody. If you if you see this this on YouTube, I'm uh, I'm just a picture. And yeah, then, he's that's he's got fine. a mimosa. The mimosa looks delicious. It it was uh, one yes. year one year ago this week. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, was this a, a vacation with you and the wife? No, this was that's the uh, that's the baker's table actually over in uh, Newport. Oh, cool. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. That was right our, on. That was our anniversary last year instead of, you know, this year where we That's right. It's your go, anniversary. We could we could we couldn't do anything this year. So, you know, that was, you know, looking back at fun times when I when I had a haircut. Yeah. So, yeah. I uh as you can see, I I was first in line at the barbershop um when when my barbershop opened back up. So, you were, you were there. Yeah. I look like uh kind of like a deranged hobo right now. So, it's good <laughs> it's good that people might just see the better picture of me. From, yeah. from a year ago. That's fair. Okay. So the reason we are doing this pod, obviously, to get back in gear is because we officially have a plan. We've we've been hearing since March, obviously, you know, the NBA is trying to play again. The players decide they want to resume their seasons. Um, we've heard a lot of controversy about all this, but we finally now know that the NBA is proposing a 20 – I shouldn't say proposing. It is, it's basically approved. It's just waiting for the, waiting for the ink to uh, – to, to dry um, a 22 team return to the season and it's going to feature all 22 teams that are currently eligible for the playoffs which is 13 western conference nine eastern conference teams um, what this means is we're going to have each team play eight more games uh, according to what was reported today by vincent goodwill he was saying that the schedule for each team for the regular seasons left over is going to pick up from the last game they played and if you played a team like the knicks or the Bulls or anyone like, they just go ahead and push you to the next team since those teams aren't playoff eligible. Um, and so we're going to get a play-in tournament for the eight seeds in the first round. So it's wonky. It's very wonky, Sean. But I'll tell you what, man, I'm so excited that one, we have basketball back. This is the year to try different things. And we know they're going to be playing, playing at Walt Disney World, all of them. So there's no such thing as home court advantage this year. Um, but... <clears throat> They are. It looks like they are trying to figure out ways that they can make the like the higher seeds, like the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, have like a little bit of advantage of the other teams. Uh, and it looks like they're still. I guess they're still preparing that. But man, I'm just happy we have hoops again. I am. I am. But I'm also in the camp of we should be careful what we wish for as well. Sure. Because, uh, I feel like this is going to. While everybody, you know, on the NBA front. Uh, is excited to get this news today. I know this with with everything that's going on in the world right now, and everything's just so messed up. 
um, you know, it's it's like a kind of a small, very very minuscule victory for for sports fans right now to to have something uh, to kind of look forward to. It's a, it's it's gonna be starting at the end of July, so we still got what fifty eight days left until the season yes. restarts. So it's it's yes. it's a little bit far out. Um, but uh, you know, I was kind of thinking about it today, and uh, this is gonna definitely have some some uh, early July summer league vibes to it especially sure. without yes. without the fans and i it's gonna be so aau it's gonna be very aau um and and i think it is going to cut back a lot of the excitement of it and i was starting to wonder today if this is gonna be you know regardless of who wins the championship you know whether it's the lakers whether it's the bucks whether it's the clippers um you know is this going to be one of these years that we kind of write off like 1999, like it didn't count if it does happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I, keep going. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I just, I feel like, I feel like it might have that kind of stigma down the line. I'm not saying it's going to right now, but uh, with with all the games being played, you know, over at Disney World in Orlando, which is a great idea, by the way. Fantastic yes. idea. I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, more hoops in Orlando. Uh, the most hoops you can get in Orlando is the best hoops. <laughs> Literally. Literally. And it's, it's awesome. Uh, but I feel like, you know, when a, che- a team does win, um, you know, there's not going to be, there's not going to be the celebration that's going to be there like it normally is. And, right. And confetti's going to look a little weird. Confetti's going to look a little weird. Um, I just, I just feel one thing that's going to be interesting though, that I was thinking about today is it's going to be so much more quiet on the court. Yes. So we can hear everything. Can, we're going to, we're going to be able to hear everything this time, yeah. like this year, but I'm also a little bit worried. This is my other worry about it, that the players are not going to take it as seriously. I get that. Um, I, kinda I, have, am the, I, I have a slight concern about that. So I kind of am in the camp that I think they will. Um, I think that they've kind of been like, okay, I should say that like, I think the Lakers and the Clippers are going to take this very seriously. I think the sure. Bucks are going to well, take this very seriously. And, and, and like, like a player like LeBron, uh, he has more to lose than anyone throughout this. Correct. I mean, it was yeah. it, it is all in his best interest for this season to continue and him and, you know, you know, he's playing at a freaking unbelievable level at his age right now. But, you know, is this the, the last year before like the true decline of LeBron? We don't know. We, LeBron can play till he's 50. We don't know. He's, he's not human. Right. So, you know, for, for a player like him or Kawhi Leonard, a guy who's still building this amazing legacy or, uh, or Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know, it's uh, you know, if Giannis wins is in, and then he never wins again, uh, will this look be looked back as, you know, like a 1999 type season. And I hope it's not, I hope it's not because all these players played so many games to get to this point this season. And, um, you know, it's a shame that they had to, I mean, that it was 100% the, the best move and they were the first league to go ahead and just suspend it. They're a progressive league. I respect the hell out of the NBA more than any other sports league out there right now. Same. Said it, said it a million times, but um, it's been a really long time since we saw some hoops. Um, you know, we've been 
I know you and I have been playing just uh, an <laughs> astronomical amount of 2K, an, embarrass, yes. an embarrassing amount of 2K over the last yeah. three months. Uh, I know of at least 160 games I have played. So I, I, I've played well over 300. Yes. So I've played well over 300 actual games against a computer. So, uh, you know, so we are jonesing for some hoops. That's, that's the biggest thing here. Um, I'm, I'm just hoping that the NBA, the players can make this as exciting as possible without there being a crowd. Yeah, and I, I think you know when you when it comes down to it, it's it's gonna feel like I don't know. This may be a little controversial. It's gonna kind of feel like you always hear about the infamous Dream Team scrimmage. You know, it's like in this empty arena. I I, w- I was thinking about that today too. Yeah, and like it kind of feels like it's gonna it could kind of like have that revival because you know, like I said, there's no crowd. Referee whistles are going to be pretty annoying. I'll tell you that because it's going to be like echo throughout the, throughout the arena. Um, so that'll be one thing. But let me go ahead before we kind of move forward and I'll list the teams so you, we kind of can go through. So the nine teams in the Eastern Conference are the Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, and Washington Wizards. The 13 teams in the Western Conference are the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Jazz, the Thunder, the Rockets, the Mavericks, the Grizzlies, the Trailblazers, the Pelicans, the Kings, the Spurs, and the Suns. Now, when this ended, Sean, we seem to have already been writing the possibility that the, the Spurs are going to be in the lottery. And, you know, by record standing in normal situations, yes, they would be a lottery team. Why does, this, why does this feel like the Spurs are going to spur and they're going to somehow, like, pull off this 8C and play the Lakers in the first <laughs> round and take them to six games? It has that Popovich feel, doesn't it? I, it does. It does. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, I feel like it's in the best interest of the Spurs to, to not, you know. Agreed. Not to, you know, and I'm sure the fans are kind of ready, especially, you know, with everything that's gone on with that team this year. And it seems like they finally kind of ran out of the gas and the, there was no pops dust on anything this year that was making them play, you know, slightly better or anything. But I, I got to go ahead and say this. What the hell are the Washington Wizards and Phoenix Suns doing in this? Um, there is reports. I don't know if you've seen this or not. And this was going to be a topic I wanted to bring up. Um, but we'll, we'll jump, jump into it now because we can talk about a few different teams in this scenario. Sure. Um, there's a lot of talks that John Wall is going to play. So, really? Yeah. I've, I've heard some rumblings that Eastern Conference teams are prepping for John Wall to be on the court when this starts up, which makes sense Ooh. on the timeline of his injury. Um, and what better way for him to get his legs underneath him with a short, like, eight games to play? You have a chance of playing in the playoffs, um, you know, and, like, Come 2020, 2021, whenever that season starts, that's another question I have. I'm gonna, I want to get to in this in this podcast. You know, kind of having a little bit of like time underneath you. I think this really benefits like a Victor Oladipo because he just came back from injury, absolutely, from, like a horrible in, a horrible leg injury that we were like, oh, I mean, is he ever gonna be himself again? Well, you got a three, you got a three month, four month break with a training camp. Um, so now you kind of have that to play in, and obviously the one that everyone's looking at. And the timeline also makes sense. I know what he's been he said in the past is Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So, you know, they were out for the year, but now they get a month training camp. Kevin Durant will have been 13 months removed from his Achilles injury in the NBA Finals of last year by the time games start back up. And if they go through this like one through 16 seed that they've been discussing instead of Eastern Conference versus Western Conference, um, 
you're gonna there's a good possibility you could see a Lakers Nets first round series. And if you bring Durant and Kyrie back for that to play LeBron in a best of seven, that's how the NBA gets people hooked on this. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's a that's that's a fun ass. <laughs> that's a that's a great scenario right there. Um there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of different things. I think I think with the way that they're doing this, there's gonna be some potential for some very fun matchups, uh, yeah. some fun games. And like you said, John Wall coming back, that that intrigues the hell out of me. Same. Because it's been well over a year since we've seen him. So um, but th- so there's actual talks about him coming back. Yeah, I've, I've read that a few different places, but I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not holding my breath on it by any means. But like the thought process is great because all the warm-up videos we saw the Wizards put up, it looked like he was like getting his speed back. It looked like he was like cutting well. And we know his game is get to the rim. Um, and like I miss... I miss when we thought John Wall was up there as one of the best, like the top two or three Eastern Conference point guards. Yeah. And, you know, he's got that huge contract. And ever since he signed that contract, everyone's all of a sudden like, man, John Wall sucks. And it's like, no, he doesn't suck. He's been hurt. And he had a really rough year before he got hurt. But I don't know, man. Um, I think that would be great. Obviously, that would be huge for the Wizards to have Wall and Beal because Beal was playing so well by the time oh, the season yeah. ended. Yeah. One of the best and, seasons of his career. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that team needs as much as they can get, um, especially in this scenario. I mean, if they are somehow sneak in, here's the other thing you got to think too, man. Like you, you mentioned earlier, you don't think teams are going to take this seriously. And I totally understand where you're coming from. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a concern for me, but also these guys are professionals too. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I feel like, uh, it's, I I think the first few games are going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, how the tone is set. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I'm San Antonio, I I'm I would actually be mad that I'm even in this thing, to be completely honest with you. Um, See, yeah, that was the point I was going to bring up because one of these teams in this scenario, let's see, there's 30 teams, there's 14 teams. So we're going to have 22 teams playing. Eight of these teams are going to be in the lottery? Yeah. And so it's either you're playing in the playoffs or you're in the lottery. Like you're, there's no one or the other in this scenario. So that yeah. makes it kind of intriguing too, because it's like, okay, so if you're the wizards and you're like, okay, maybe wall's not ready. Do you just go bucket, lose the eight games? Like don't even worry about the playoff tournament. Um, you know, the Grizzlies want to play in the playoffs. Obviously they want to get job. They want to get Jaron Jackson jr. And Brandon Absolutely. Clark. Yeah. And I'm all cool with that. I'm totally they, cool with they, that. They got their squad, man. They're ready to, they're ready to roll. Yeah. And same thing with the Pelicans too. Like exactly. This, this is another team and, and they could make some noise, you know, and this is a great opportunity for a young team like the Grizzlies or the Pelicans to get in there, get their name out there. I mean, people want to see Zion play. You exactly. Know? People, people want to see Ja play. They, this is this is what it's all about right now. This is very exciting. Would we like to see them play against each other? I, I I would enjoy that. What if that's what it comes down to in that double elimination round, Robin? What if it's like the Pelicans and the and the Grizzlies play? If the winner goes to the playoffs, how awesome would that be for whoever, basketball? Whoever whoever pushes their team to a victory wins Rookie of the Year. <laughs> there's there's no there's no if ands or buts around it. It's that that's who wins. It's it, like um, the, the game is for Rookie of the Year. That's all it is. <laughs> I remember one year WWE did a thing where like on Raw, where it was like they were doing the Slammy Awards on Raw, and they did a match for Superstar of the Year. That's basically what this is. <laughs> Who won that, by the way? John Cena. John Cena. Oh wow! I won Match of the Year. You mean the one that you just were in? Yes. <laughs> what? Okay. 
Yeah. Now, so now, now looking at this, so we, we got a few teams that are out of this this bubble. We talked about about lottery. So mm-hmm. we got Atlanta, Cleveland, Charlotte, Detroit, Chicago, uh, and a couple other teams. Um, Golden State. Golden State. Yeah. Dope. Cleveland. Cleveland. I just said Cleveland. Somebody else. Oh, a couple other a couple other teams. So can't come to mind. I forgot. Minnesota. Minnesota. There we go. So and then one other team. Um, so with that being said, if you're one of those teams uh, that was kind of on the bubble, are are you breathing a sigh of relief that you don't have to drag your team down to Orlando for eight games? I think so. Yeah, I think like a team like the Bulls specifically, not just because we are Bulls fans, but they have a new front office. They're like doing all these changes. They have extra time now to figure out what they want to do. They put a draft plan together. Uh, maybe this whole thing helps them in the lottery and get a better shot at like getting a hired pick because some team like, and that was in that race with them somehow makes a run and gets in the playoffs, you know, um, sure. the Knicks, they're another team who's like kind of looking to make changes. It's being well reported that with their new regime, that they are doing everything they possibly can to get a superstar. Um, so, you know, this gives them a chance to figure out a way that honestly on that topic i don't think rj barrett's gonna be playing for the knicks next year i think if they can get a superstar he's gonna get traded and that's gonna be the wrong move (laughs) oh i like that have you have you heard some 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 rumblings in your you're talking with scouts and stuff about that or is that just no i'm just kind of that's that's something you're you're putting that out in the world right now yeah it just kind of feels like you know like that's a market obviously like you know we know like Knicks fans are crazy like Knicks fans also are great fans like they deserve to see their team be successful with how passionate they are so if they have a chance to go get let's say the Rockets decide this Russell Westbrook James Harden thing isn't working and they put Westbrook on the market this is just an example this isn't me saying this is going to happen you know what's going to stop the Knicks from being like, Hey, we'll give you RJ Barrett and we'll give you Mitchell Robinson and we'll figure out like someone else to make the money work. Sure. Like, sure. you know, Daryl Morey, that's a good move for Daryl Morey. That's a good move for them. Well, um, well a, a player like RJ Barrett, who, who does have, uh, who's super good post all-star break. He was good, awesome. Post all-star break. Good. You know, good young player. Um, going to be great someplace, but he might not be if he's, if he's able to be used as a trade chip, you know, he's, he's got that underlying mystery factor for a team to make a move for him that may pay off for the other team and may burn the Knicks, which would be on par for everything Knicks ever, but it also could help the Knicks. And the Knicks are kind of in the camp right now of, you know, whatever we could do, we should do anything we can to, to, you know, just change stuff up, but which is what they always do, but it usually backfires on them. So, um, Personally, I'm I'm very excited that the Bulls are not part of this this thing. Same. Their team was a dumpster fire. Uh, front office had a big change over the last month and a half. Um, their coach is 100% under the bubble, and I fully believe that he will probably be let go within the next three weeks. I agree. I, I really think that that's, that's I, the right move. I think they were. Off. I think they were waiting to see how this thing shook out. And I think that they are all clear to do it. And I know like Boylan is kind of kissed some ass with the new GM already and everything, but I don't think it's going to be enough to, to keep his job. I agree. And yeah, he, I definitely and, agree. And, and, and he's going to, so I, I really think with the announcement that came today, I, I fully believe that Boylan will probably be let go within the next three weeks. Um, and I'm, I'm relieved and Bulls fans are relieved that, yes. that they're not, they're not going to have to continue this, this death march this year. Cause it's, it's not worth it. Um, 
But uh, a team like Atlanta, you know, uh, another team that was bad this year, Cleveland, uh, Charlotte, Detroit, these teams, New York, they should all be thankful that they're not, they're not going down there to, uh, to, you know, uh, play out the rest of the season. Cause it's, uh, you know, it's not in any benefit to them. So I, I do wish, I do wish that this was maybe two teams shorter. I do wish the Suns and the wizards weren't part of this. However, with you telling me this new information about John Wall, I'm a little bit intrigued now. So, um, so with the way it's setting up, so they're shooting for, you said uh, uh, July 31st is their first game? Yeah, and they're saying that game seven of the finals would be October 12th. So literally we would have, I think it would be like week six of the NFL season at that point, is yeah. it, if I saw that correctly? Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 have a, I have a strong feeling that the NFL, well, the NFL is probably going to be in the same boat. They're not going to have, well, they might, I don't know. It's the NFL. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to have people in the stands. I wouldn't think that would be the socially responsible thing to do at the moment, but it, right. once again, it's the NFL. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't put anything past that, that uh, league at all, but um, it'll be interesting to see if they become the league that lets, you know, if say they're the ones that let, you know, spectators in all of a sudden, uh, but it's, then again, that's going to be, you know, up to probably state governors and stuff about, you know, who can, who can get in and out of, of sporting events. Are they going to allow people to do that? So it's a lot of ifs with that, but I could see NFL overtaking. I mean, it's, it's the most popular sport in the United States anyway, really mm-hmm. overtaking, uh, the NBA and, and people getting kind of burnt out by this, this last couple of months. Now I'm not going to be in that camp. I'm excited to right. continue to see this, uh, you know, it's it's weird everything about this is weird this has been the weirdest year of it pretty much anyone who's been living's life at this point it's just been it's been just a bizarre strange year um uh with a lot of unfortunate stuff going on but i really do think that you know if they do play this right uh and they they can they can stick the landing on this um it will be good for the league i know they're you know they were going to be giving up a lot of tv money things of that nature so it was in everyone's best interest to do this and it sounds like they're just gonna test the shit out of the players with the coronavirus um you know they're not gonna let rudy gobert touch anything um you know stuff like that you know and they're they're gonna get rolling again so um it's gonna be exciting but at the same time so it puts a lot of other things in question so when does the draft lottery happen? When does the draft happen? When does the next season start? I mean, it's uh, free agency, free agency. Yeah. I mean, are we going to have like a couple months off? Are they going to start the season in, in January or, I mean, could this be the first year without Christmas games? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I know. And that's what makes this like, so my assumption would be that there's no way, next season they can play 82 games there's just you know it just it would seem like it would be very difficult to do on their time frame so i'm assuming you probably play let's say okay if october 12th you know you say you play january 5th you know in that time frame yeah and you still you probably still have time enough time to get like 50 55 games in if you you know put the scheduling together i firmly believe if they can i i firmly believe they will they will still try to launch the season on christmas like they did during the lockout a couple of years ago Uh, yeah just because of how many people watch it um i mean at that point you're you know uh, almost two months out 
uh, from doing it. And most of the teams will have already stopped playing. It doesn't, obviously, um, it doesn't benefit uh, somebody who's in the NBA finals. <laughs> Some teams that are in there, right. they're going to be a little bit worn out. But, but they also had they four also, months off. They also had four months off. That's another thing to look at too. So, And that's something to think about. Um, I would like to see the next season start, They, do, but it's going to have to be shorter, 50-some games, 60-some games. Um, free agency is going to be like two weeks long this year. It's like, it was free agency sucked anyway. So, oh, yeah. oh well, yeah, we talked about this. We <laughs> talked about this last summer that, you know, with all the stuff that happened last summer, you know, this one was going to suck anyway. And yeah. it sounds like you got players like Andre Drummond who are probably going to, you know, opt in to their contract. So, yeah, uh, force Cleveland's hand and kind of say, like, you guys want to keep me, keep me, but you're paying me. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be a super interesting offseason by any means. NBA drafts going to be really interesting to see what they do with this stuff. Um, um, you know, it's, it's sad to think that we would be in the middle of the NBA finals right now, if uh, you know, everything hadn't happened. Um, and that, you know, the draft would be in, you know, four weeks. You right. Know? And I was, I'm really looking, you know, it's summertime, like to me in my mind, you know, I'm not sitting there trying to say, Oh, the NBA season's a wash. I want to see it re- resume. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I like that draft in the middle of summer. I just, there's just something about it that, that I really love. Yeah. So, it feels like the new year started and like, yeah, I agree. And I don't know. It gives you a few months to, it gives you a lot of months to sit there and kind of think about what's going to happen the next season and free agency and everything. So um, they got a lot of work on their hands for that because I think uh, they're going to have to, you know, and I'm sure that stuff is going to be announced fairly soon. Um, yeah, I'd imagine probably the next couple of days. They'll, uh, they'll, I'll put that up. Yeah, yeah, and and we'll have dates for that, and that'll be great. So, but um, now, have they announced any of the first games yet? Um, they haven't announced. So, kind of. So, what okay. they said, I mentioned kind of a little bit earlier. Kind of touched on Vince Goodwill. So, let me pull this up real quick. Someone had kind of mentioned. Let me kind of get his exact quotes, and I'll, I'll go through some of the other guidelines that have been released too. Sure. Uh, fill, fill me in because a lot of this is new to me. Yeah, so bear with me. Okay, so yeah, it says the plan is for teams to continue their schedule as planned with the next eight games. If team is scheduled to play Hawks, Bulls, Pistons, it moves on to the next game on schedule. League sources tell Yahoo Sports. As many have noted, the schedule will not be an exact science. The original schedule is the guide, but no team will play more than eight games. The league will use an algorithm to finalize the schedules where there are gaps, imbalances, etc. And then Zach Lowe brought up a really good point as well. Let me pull his tweet up real quick so I can kind of reference that because it you know, it really makes a lot of sense to me too. He said that, um, find it real quick. He said, of course, the final eight regular season games with a three, I mean, sorry, Memphis has played 65 games, Portland 66, New Orleans, Sacramento 64, Spurs 63, Sun 65. It's impossible for Memphis to tie exactly with anyone in real contention for number eight. What happens if Memphis finishes 35 and 38 and New Orleans finishes 34 and 38? Does Memphis get the benefits of number eight by virtual of playing and winning one more game? Very good point. So, um, and then Woj put out, joining the 16 current playoff teams in Orlando, New Orleans, Portland, Phoenix, Sacramento, and San Antonio in the West and the West and the East. Number eight makes playoffs. Fewer than four games of play in tournaments. So, I'm sorry. If the ninth seed is more than few, four games behind the eighth, number eight makes playoff. Fewer yeah. than four games, a play in tournament. So it's like... And it's, it's, not, even, it's not even really like it's going to be a tournament. It'll be like... It'll be like 
two the games. one game wild card yeah it'll it'll be it'll like a, be like a little best mini, of three best of three mini series that's what it's gonna be so it'll the turn- WNBA playoffs are best of three though and they're great like I'm all for that yeah it's actually very exciting I mean I'm I'm 100% behind uh, eventually going back to the best of five first round in the NBA. Same, the, same. It's, you know, and, and we've had some very fun series, you know, over the years, you know, the, over since, you know, in the first round, but most of them, not so much, you know, most of right. them, it's, it's, you know, one, it's one versus eight. So it's, you know, it's uh, especially, well, not all of them are one versus eight, but, you know, it's like, those are the, those are the matchups you get. The uh, the four or five is always a little bit interesting, but besides that, it's like three out of five, man. That's all we need. But you know, extra money, man. It's all about money. For every 2018 Cavs Pacers, where it was a best of seven, and LeBron had hit a buzzer beater for the Cavs to stay alive, there's a 2017 Cavs Pacers where the Cavs sweep the Pacers. So yeah, exactly. You know, like, exactly. I'm with you. Exactly. I'll tell you what. With this, like, I'm not going to go on a limb and say this, but. This kind of feels like it favors a team to me like the Boston Celtics in the sense that it's like you gave all these young dudes all this time. They don't have to travel and they're ready to play. Like, so, you know, I think a team like that who like kind of is like got these young legs, they're like, all right, cool. But a team like, let's, like, let's look at a team like, let's say Portland because they got a couple, like a couple veteran players okay. just pick back up and get right back in the swing of things. It's going to be kind of hard for one of those teams, you know, like to kind of get your legs going and get to get like, get all the jelly legs. Like, I don't know if it's going to favor a team like that. Not yeah. that Portland's exactly in a great situation as far as like where they stand on the year. Um, I still believe the Lakers are the best team in this scenario. I still think that this feels like a Lakers championship season to me. I'm not guaranteeing it. Because we know what happens when you guarantee or you assume you make I, an ass out of you and me. I feel like you are with that jersey on right now, Tim. You're like, I'm not <laughs> guaranteeing it, but I'm guaranteeing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just really hot in Frankfort, Kentucky today. So it was, it was one of those kind of Nelly days? Yes. Okay. I, I, the bandit actually fell off my face because of the pers- perspiration. Just, it kind of like slid down your, your brow? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's nice that we're talking about hoops again, at least like with everything going on in the world, like you said earlier, like, it felt like this is something we needed, just something to like, give us like hope and joy that we're somewhat getting back to normal as much as possible. Um, very slowly. Yeah, slowly, but like surely. Um, so we have something to look forward to at least with, with, with these games. And it almost has like that March madness feel in a sense too, because it's like, you're in one regional spot. Um, let me go through some of the guidelines real quick, just so I can make sure we reiterate. So here's what the medical protocols are for this. Players aren't able to shower in the arena. They would need to do so at their respective hotels. Bench players would sit in spread out rows. Inactive players would sit in the stands. And then uh, there would be no guests allowed until the playoffs. And guests would mean uh, friends and family? Yes. Okay. So Rich Paul and Maverick Carter cannot be at Laker games till the playoffs. Okay. Well, see, that's going to make it a little bit more interesting, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, and it's like, how many, how many people are they going to allow in there that are going to be designated as, you know, guests? Right. Are the Lakers going to be like, Jack Nicholson's a guest? Well, yeah. Yeah. But you he's know, gonna, like, you got to put, but Jackson is 80s, man. You got to put him, you got to put him in a bubble if you're going to bring him down to right. Orlando. <laughs> True. Yeah. And, and trust me, he's going to want to be there if they win. Oh, yeah. 
you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is the guy that literally like ran up to Kobe Bryant at the 98 All-Star game was like, hey, man, can you sign this ball for me? That's pretty good, Tim. I like that. That was, was really it? good. That was, that was real good. <laughs> awesome. I'm so glad you think so. You're going to have to work a little bit harder on it, but, but you're getting there. You're definitely getting there with that impression. I like it. I just watched Batman 1989 again. So, so good. Just- we went to go see it last summer. Yeah, it was and, so cool. Like, like it was like a, it was like a 4K uh, digital print too. It was incredible. And here's the thing: the movie holds up. Oh, dude, it's it's it's, it's so good. It, it's it's my favorite Batman movie. I'll go ahead and say it. I'll just go ahead and say it. It's my favorite Batman movie, but but it does hold up. It's, it's yes. A, it's it, there's there's been a lot of bad Batman movies in the past, and that's one of the better ones. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so I guess before we get into Batman movies, we should probably go wrap this real quick. Uh, I do want to make a quick announcement so you can guys kind of know what's coming up while we're getting ready for the season. We also are in training camp here at 48 minutes and getting back into the podcast swing of things. As you know, Sean and I a little bit did some recaps of the last dance episodes, but, um, we are going to be doing a couple shows uh, the next couple weeks called, and I think it's next week is the game plan. It's uh, Cavs Warriors Week here at the 48 Minutes Network. We're gonna each show is gonna relive a classic game from the four year run that those teams had, whether it be in the finals or anything like that. So Sean and I are actually lucky enough we get probably the most important Cavs game, Cavs Warriors game of the series, uh, the 2016 Game Seven, of course, the block, the shot, the stop. Um, so we'll have that one. Uh, the Shot Callers crew will actually have the Christmas Day game from 2016. So the first time Kevin Durant plays in the in the rivalry where Kyrie Irving hits the game-winning shot in the fourth quarter with like four, two seconds left or so. And then uh, at-large bids getting involved. So Taylor and I will be doing 2018 game one. The, in my personal opinion, best individual game someone's played in the NBA Finals and still lost. So that was obviously LeBron's 51-8-8 game where he broke his hand. Um, so we're going to kind of just kind of get those up as a fun thing to relive through the, the, that classic rivalry because, you know, it's something that wasn't done anytime ever by, the, like, any other classic NBA rivalry. Like, the Lakers and Celtics obviously played in finals for decades, but they never played even three in a row. Um, yeah. so, to, so to see, like, two teams play four in a row, and it may have gotten redundant and boring, but we just kind of wanted to go through that and kind of relive it again. So uh, we're going to be recording those probably the next few days or so to try to get this up in the next week or two, but yeah, keep an eye out. We're excited for it. And um, other than that, basketball has returned and we're excited. And um, I think my thumbs are really appreciative that I can have basketball in my life without playing 2K. So yeah, yeah, don't want those to fall off, man. Yeah, I like really like was like on ESPN three a couple days last week watching the 2K league, Sean. Uh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you get some pointers? Yeah. I could not play in that. I would get destroyed. <laughs> it, it would be like 86 to two. And that, yeah. would, that would be luck. Two's polite. Yeah. <laughs> Two's definitely polite. That's like they like let me have a basket at the end of the game. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, perfect. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, we're trying to get back in the swing of things ourselves like the NBA. So have a good one. And uh, we're so happy to be here doing this with you guys. So take it easy.